What up? My name is Matt, and this is my podcast, Low and Slow, the business behind the kitchen. I'm talking to all the restaurateurs out there, the veterans, the newbies, the wannabes, the I'm gonna bees. I'm here for you. I'm talking everything front to back, A to Z in the restaurant industry. Nothing is off limits. Listen, I used to work in corporate America. I left over 10 years ago to pursue a hobby that turned into a passion that turned into a business. I'm not trying to act like I'm all-knowing. I'm not trying to say that I'm an expert. What I do have is a lot of scars, bumps, and bruises that I got along the way from doing some really, really dumb things. Things that hopefully I can help you to avoid. Let's get after it. So today, episode two, we're talking about keeping the right people. Notice I didn't say hiring the right people because a lot of times we'll hire the right people, but if they don't have a really good environment to come into in which you know they can be successful, it won't matter. They won't survive anyway. I would argue that if we don't have a system uh, and an environment set up that enables anyone to come into our organization and be successful, we'll never know if we have uh, the right person or not. You can be, we can be hiring the right people, uh, but not know it because we just we just don't give them the right opportunities and the right chances to be successful. Keeping the right people starts at the top. Um, it starts with the leadership. It starts with me. It starts with you. It starts with the owner-operator. Um, people in our organization seem to get a lot better. We seem to have a lot um, higher quality of team member once um, I started getting better as a leader. And I don't think that's any coincidence. I don't think it's any coincidence the correlation between the caliber of person that we were bringing into or having in our organization and the improvements that I, I was making to both myself and our organization. So the first thing you know we need to get in mind as leaders is we need to dish the mentality that um, you know people don't want to work or uh, I can't find anybody or um, staff is you know the hardest thing in the restaurant industry. You throw that stuff out the window because as long as we're operating, as long as we're operating like that, we'll never. We'll never get good people. We'll never um, move our organizations to a place where uh, we can get, keep, and sustain talent in order that we can, you know, the goal is to provide a consistent product. And so we need to move past the stereotype that it's the people and really just look inward at ourselves and say, what can I do to be a better leader, to create an organization in which someone, anyone, can come into our organization and be successful? So, in my opinion, there are four keys to keeping the right people. Four keys that we need to do in any organization to keeping the right people. The first key is onboarding and training. So, when someone comes into our organization, the first impression that they're going to have of us, of our culture, of how we do things, of the expectations that are going to be set for them is our onboarding process. So we need to make sure that we're communicating clearly the expectations. One, that we have expectations, that we're even, that we know exactly what someone needs to do to be successful. And we're able to communicate that in a way that they can understand this is what winning looks like, this is what losing looks like. So our onboarding process is really important. It's, uh, it's instilling 
our culture into a new team member. It is, uh, again, talking about expectations. It is, you know, a high-level walk through our handbook. It is just really their introduction into what it is I'm getting into. Think back when, you know, you worked in the restaurant industry or your first job, your first impression of a place, you felt like a fish out of water. I mean, you were nervous, you were anxious, and so you were trying to figure out all the things that they're trying to figure out when they're sitting across the table from you. And so our onboarding process is really important, and we need to put a lot of thought into it and what that looks like. The next part is after we've onboarded that individual, then they're going to have interactions with our team. It's important to train our existing team on what it means to onboard a new team member, what their attitude should be, what type of comments they should have, what the conversation should look like. Um, you know, coaching up our existing team on new team members is as important as the new team member themselves. And so that team member is then going to go into training. So having a standardized training program so that they can get up to speed as quickly as possible so they don't feel like you're just throwing them in there and you don't have any care about whether or not they're successful. Keep in mind that all of these keys that I'm going to talk about communicates care because at the end of the day, I think all people want to feel cared for by their employer. And it communicates care if you've taken the time and energy to create an onboarding process that communicates your culture, communicates your mission, communicates your vision, and gives that person a sense of this is what a day looks like in the life of your restaurant and gives them a sense that they can be successful working in your restaurant. And so that's the most important thing. And then after the onboarding process, then there needs to be training. There needs to be something in place to get that person up to speed as quickly as possible without them feeling overwhelmed, without them feeling like they can do it. Because most people are non-confrontational. So most people will leave a place if they feel like they can't be successful rather than just confront leadership and say, hey, this is going too fast. I don't think I can do this. I don't quite understand. Most people just leave. Most people leave before they tell you that they feel overwhelmed and they can't do it. So that's the first thing. The second key in keeping the right people is our structure. Remember, all of these things are meant to communicate care to a new team member. And so we need to have a structure in place that um, people coming into our organization can feel successful. Nothing's worse to someone court coming into our organization than a lot of uncertainty. Think back to your life and think back to times when you had a high level of anxiety. That uncertainty creates an environment that that team member can't be successful and it's a lack of structure, right? So things like, when I say structure, I'm talking about um, a handbook. I'm talking about receipts that, I mean, uh, recipes that someone can follow. I'm talking about checklists, opening checklists, closing checklists. Uh, I'm talking about standard operating procedures. This is the way that things should be done and why. All of this structure that you have someone coming into creates an environment where they feel like they can be successful, right? I give this example um, to my team all the time. If you were to go over someone's house 
and you needed to use the restroom. And you went into that restroom and that restroom was filthy, right? It was, it was, you know, the sink was dirty. It was tissue thrown on the floor here and there. It wasn't any care. The tub might be a little unsightly. You're going to use the bathroom, wash your hands, and get out of there as soon as possible. You're not going to be concerned if you threw your paper towel, if it made it into the wastebasket or not. You're just going to try and get out of there, right? But if you go into someone's restroom, and that restroom is pristine. I mean, there isn't a spot of splash dirt anywhere on the sink. Everything is in its proper place. You're going to use the restroom. You're going to wash your hands. But before you leave, you're going to make sure you're not the one to leave it in a bad condition. You're going to make sure that, you know, you take an extra paper towel and wipe the sink around and make sure you get all your splashes of dirt and soap and just make sure that you left it the way you found it. Our organizations are the same way. If someone comes into our organization and we have a legitimate onboarding and training process and we have structure in place, they're going to want to leave it the way they found it. They're not going to come in and they're not going to have a low level of care for our organization if we have a high level of care for them and what they're coming into. So we want to communicate that care with the structure. Um, I used something early on in my uh, restaurant career, and I still use it now. I have a membership with uh, a website called restaurantowner.com. Um, I'll include the link in the show description and uh, show notes. Um, but restaurantowner.com is super cheap. It's like 15 bucks a month, um, and they have all the documents that you need. They have webinars. They have all educational stuff. If you need to create a checklist, if you need to um, understand prime costs, if you need to understand profitability, if you need to have tough conversations, they have everything regarding the restaurant industry, and they have document templates that you can download. Now, they're not paying me anything, obviously, but they've been a huge help um, to my business, and I think they'll be a help to yours. So if you go out and check out restaurantowner.com, again, the link is in the show notes and description. Make sure you check them out. They can be a, a really good help to the documents to initially setting up this structure that you're talking about, whether it be a handbook. And all that stuff is customizable with your own logos and templates and stuff like that. It's a good place to start. The third key to keeping the right people is your culture. Our culture communicates care to new team members. Um, our culture is the environment that this individual is going to walk into and this individual is going to work in and interact with every single day. Not only that, but this person is either going to add to or take away from our culture, and we need to understand that as well. And so we need to create an environment in which this person can not only be successful, but also thrive and add to that culture. And what I mean by that is uh, our culture first starts with our values. And our values can't be things that are just written down somewhere in the handbook and we talk about them during onboarding and orientation, but never refer to them again. Our values have to be the things that we live by in our restaurant. Okay, So in our restaurant, we have values. And those values really outline and create perimeter and a structure for our culture that we want to have here. And so all of our team members are living within that structure. When they get outside of that structure, we have to bring them back in. And so having that culture in place communicates to other team members. It's kind of like the clean bathroom. It's, it's someone walking into somewhere where it's pristine. I feel like I can 
I can survive here. I feel like I can thrive here, but I also don't want to mess it up. I also don't want to be the one that comes into an uh, in, in, in organization or a situation and messes it up or leaves it dirty. Right? I don't want to be that person. And so we want to create an environment that's strong enough to handle someone coming in and not thriving in our environment or not meshing with our culture. Because if your culture is strong enough, the culture will be the police of that. The culture will take care of itself because the culture is strong enough in that it's like oil and water when they come into our organization. They, they just don't mix, right? There's, there's a rubbing that goes on and it's, it's not really explainable, but it kind of takes care of itself. And then you don't have to you don't have to keep such a watchful eye over all of you know your team constantly wondering if people are on the same page or being able to work together because the culture will do it for itself. Feel free to comment if you know of any things that you've done, uh, books that you've read, people that you've talked to, things that you live by regarding culture. By all means, share those with um, as many people as you can because you know we're all here to help each other, right? We're all here to make sure that um, we're successful. The fourth key in keeping the right people, again, we're talking about keeping the right people, creating an environment where people can be successful so that once you get the right people, then they can be successful. Because the worst thing is if you get the right person, but we don't have an environment where they can thrive, and then we lose them. And we look back and we say, man, I should have, could have, and I wish I would have, which I've done before, right? Um, But the fourth key in keeping the right people is growth. So in the restaurant industry now, um, there's a mix of there's a mix of older people, there's a mix of younger people, but primarily, the group that you're pulling from in the restaurant industry are millennials. The thing that people want to know and people want to understand is job security. Is this job going to be here two months from now? Is this organization going to be here a year from now? And if the organization is going to be here, where's the organization going? Is there a future for me in this organization? Is this a short-term deal or is this something that I can grow in? If I want to have a career in the restaurant industry, is there a path forward for me in this organization? And so as organizations, we always want to be thinking about that. We always want to be thinking about what's next for us. And and, and it doesn't necessarily have to be growing in, in terms of adding more locations or you know, franchising. It doesn't have to be growth in that manner. It just can be um, professional growth. It can be, you know, growth of our organizations. Well, this year we want to do something better. We want to do this thing better, or we want to serve more people. We want to increase our catering business. We want to maybe add a food truck. We want to add a new menu item. People want to know that the restaurant is doing well, and people want to know that on the owner's mind, the owner's always thinking of how can we get better? Because um, that is what connects the people that work for us to our organizations. Because if we feel passionate about where we're going, then that enables us to lead other people to have that same passion to where the organization is going. And if we're all in an organization facing and moving the right direction, the same direction, that's a powerful thing. But if one person is you know, doing their own thing or unsure or unclear about the vision of the business, then 
they'll communicate that every opportunity they get, both to other team members and to guests coming in and out of the restaurant. But you can see the difference in an organization in which everyone knows that we're trying to do something better, we're trying to do something bigger, we're trying to be a lot different than where we are right now. You can, you can see that communicated in the actions and how people work moving in an organization. And that's what you want. That's what you want in your organization. You want everybody to be beating, moving to the beat of the same drum. And as the leader of an organization, you need to be the person beating that drum. We need to be the person that's constantly reinforcing our vision, constantly reinforcing our mission, constantly reinforcing, reinforcing our culture. Because that's the only way that people can stay on beat. That's the only way that people can continue to know this is where I'm supposed to be, this is what I'm supposed to be doing, this is how I'm supposed to be doing it. These four keys, onboarding and training, structure, culture, and then having a mindset of growth and communicating that growth to our team really creates an environment that slowly establishes a culture of excellence and accountability. And that culture of excellence and accountability, what you'll see is it starts to police itself. Because when you have a bunch of people in your organization that feel that way, that feel committed and connected to your organization because you've communicated to them that you care for them in these key areas, that's winning. That's what winning looks like. And then you start to get people and you start to keep people. And the level of person that you get starts to rise. And it's no coincidence. It's no coincidence that the people that we have now in our organization seem like a lot better than the people we had when we initially started our organization. Are the people better? No. The people are not better. I'm better. Our organization is better. The environment that people walk into is better. And so we can be fooled into thinking that it's them, not us. But it's not. It's us. It's us. It's the ownership. It's leadership in the restaurant industry. So that's all for this episode. Make sure you keep the conversation going on our social media platforms. The links are below uh, in the show notes and description. Show your support with a like, subscribe, or a share. Until next time, peace.